presents Negative Space Station. You guys are tuning into. We take the sights and sound of Cleveland and put a voice to it. My name is Dave. I'm here with my co-host Isaiah. What's Today up? we're talking with Zodiac. Joe's What's here. Up? Introduce yourself, Joe, so the audience can get more of a. So um, my name is Zodiac. I'm a producer from Akron, Ohio, and I've been working on this project for a couple of years. I have a background as a guitar player been doing jazz and metal and all that kind of stuff and then in my early 20s i started getting into producing got fl studio like everyone else did at some point you know pirated it (laughs) yeah and eventually greg dude that's i just meant to say your name (laughs) but man beautiful beautiful but sorry i don't want to cut you off no that's cool um and then i uh i got ableton eventually and then that ended up being my go-to and then just slowly became more obsessed with everything basically just collecting instruments synthesizers drum machines and i feel that then around 2016 i really got into producing beats because that's something i've kind of always wanted to do and now i just like as of this year i've released my first full-length project as zodiac and yeah yeah which man the first track's like 30 minutes like i tuned it at least on soundcloud or is that like that's the whole tape that's the whole tape yeah okay then it went to another one i was like this one like two minutes i'm like SoundCloud throws me like I can't tell like do you only have stuff on SoundCloud no it's everywhere everywhere yeah um, Spotify, Spotify Apple okay. Music Bandcamp I think I just when I went through your site that was like the first link and I was like I'm just gonna go with that because usually that's what people want to plug when they're using or that's like their main thing but it was awesome man hey thank you and like you were talking about um how it's a uh, shoegazy bands like what's some groups well, shoegazy that you've uh Slow Dive is probably Slow like dive. my biggest, okay. one of my biggest influences of all all time. So, and I've been I've been into that kind of stuff since like high school too. Yeah. So where'd that, you go to high school? Um, Copley. So that's Copley. in Akron. In Akron. Okay. Cool. Cool. How's a so with Akron? Like, was that the thing floating around, or were you kind of like no got this cool shit? <laughs> no, I was yeah. floating around. I was I wasn't <laughs> in any kind of thing. Gotcha. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like in high school, we're all, we find that thing we think no one's into, and then slowly throughout your like adult life, you're like, wow, there's a lot of people into what I like. Yeah, like, to some degree. You know what I mean? That's how it's been with the, uh, especially with the Beats. I found this monthly event that happens at Britney's Record Shop in Slavic yeah. Village called Beat Freak, and what? it's people who are just as into beats as I am and just as obsessed. So there, wow. there actually is I've a scene. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. yeah it's, we'll get into that, man. What? How'd that come about? How'd you find that? Um, Internet? Yeah, just ta- <laughs> just talking to people, man. I just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Just always keeping ears out for stuff. But um, yeah, I've played there a couple of times now, too. It's a super sick vibe. So if anyone is interested in checking out some local talented beat makers uh, every second Sunday at Britney's Record Shop. Okay. Slavic oh, yeah. Village, you said? Yep. Nice. on fleet that's cool oh man. cool dude i just played a show on fleet um robin's gig the creation at yeah. uh the Mag- magnolia 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 yeah magnolia yeah. cool yeah yeah i don't know it's like this big space and they like rent it out for stuff so but that's cool man how's that run like is it, it I like mean, a featured thing every month every two months yeah it's just like a thing? showcase every every month and there'll just be like five or six producers and it's four producers, but then like you can have the mic open. So people just come up and freestyle. So it's really just, it's really just like a pure hip hop, just like a vibe, just like vibing out to beats, checking out the records. Cause the person who owns, cause it's in the shop and the person who owns the shop is like, she got music from all over the world. Like we were talking about some like 
like her dad's Jamaican. So we were talking about like raga music and jungle and dance hall and shit like that and hi-fi music. And it's it's just a really cool place if you're into like crate digging and that kind of stuff. Going way back? Yeah, going way back. (laughs) That's cool, man. Was it? And I that's gotta, cool. That's like straight from the source. That'd be like making like fucking wine at a fucking uh, at a produce, like, you know, at the West Side Market or something. Or that's I don't know. That's a good. I gotta example. tell. I gotta tell one of my uh, buddies about. It. He's a producer, um, Ernie August. You ever heard of Ernie August? No. He's Does well, he, he produces a producer for name? He, Ernie August. That's his. He pro- you can look him up on SoundCloud and everything. He produces yeah. for like big people though. Oh, sick. And uh, yeah, and well, but he's he lives here in Cleveland, and yeah. but he's amazing. He's on a whole other level. You'll have to check him out. Yeah, Ernie August. Yeah, he's right. plug for Ernie. Yeah, I had to give him Shouts a plug, out. man. Yeah, because yeah, he's he's doing his thing, man. Because sometimes I I refer some people want instrumentals and they want some like commercials, some real good hard hitting instrumentals. I refer everybody to him because he's okay. Well, now we've got some competition. <laughs> beat fucking the beat farm. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I'm doing my own thing, well, so I'm not. Yeah, I got to get your card, man. Sure. Your information. You got it. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Right He's here. giving it. You got it right here. What you want? Well, I got the information. The source, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So when you came in, you were, we were talking jazz. That was like when you started in high school. Was that kind of your base? Was jazz guitar? Well, Which I. guitar I, your main? I should start with. Yeah. Right. right. Like that's like that's what got me into playing music. I mean, I've always been interested in sound. Like I had a little keyboard I messed around with when I was yeah. a little kid. So I've always been interested Casio. in just. Yeah, some or old Yamaha or some shit. I just I would always put it on the DJ mode and yeah. just go DJ DJ DJ. You know, yeah. like eight years old, just pissing off my parents. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then eventually, I don't know why they they let me get an amp so I could play loud guitar music all day. <laughs> like maybe I'll stop the the DJ mix. Yeah, I guess that was slightly less irritating. But then I just yeah. played metal. So <laughs> who who's your metal guys? Um. Black Sabbath mostly. Sabbath. Okay. I was obsessed. Yeah, Sabbath. With you can't go wrong. With you can't go yeah, wrong exactly. with Sabbath. Yeah, exactly. you can't go wrong Dude, with that. Sabbath four. They slayed, man. Yeah. And then, and then I started actually taking formal guitar lessons and started getting into jazz, like yeah. just the old stuff, like Miles Davis, uh, Wes Montgomery, John Coltrane, all, the, hard, all yeah. the classics. Yeah. As a guitar player, not be like Wes is cool. Wes is crazy, man. And he played with his thumb. He never used a pick. Yeah. Which, which is, and I've been trying to do that. And it's so, like, I was recording last night and I was trying to play a solo with my thumb and I'm like, how the hell do you do that, man? This yeah. is so hard. <laughs> yeah, you build, like, I guess you, you build up a callus. Yeah. <laughs> a pick callus. build up a callus, man. Like, a pick callus. He's, a, he's, cause he does a lot of the octave thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And right. Like, they're not like, he, he'll cover like shit mile. Like it's all standards and stuff, but mm-hmm. his like version of like around midnight. Like that's a, that's a pretty hip melody. The like just you know the be yep plopping out with your thumb like that's cool man who'd you study with in Akron? Um, he's a guy named Adam Keeler. He okay. was he got his master's in classical guitar, I believe, from University of Akron. Okay, in that okay. program. And he's so. like I jazz on the side. Uh, he, uh, he taught me so yeah. Perfect. He, he was like. That's cool. He um he gave me a lot of tough love. Like I would be struggling to learn something, and then I would look at him and be like, "What? You think I got the answers on my face?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm just looking for any sense of approval. Like, did I kind of get it? <laughs> like, right. He's like, "I don't know. Did you?" Yeah, right. I actually learned though. So yeah, well, it worked. That's cool. Man. <laughs> 
Was a, I imagine like a guy coming from a classical background, this, the technique was a little more important, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he was always getting on me. He would, like, if my pinky was, like, too far from the fretboard, he would scold me, that kind of shit. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, like, so, but I mean. I'd rather have somebody like that, though. Yeah. Somebody that was on my ass about shit. I got the technique down so well that I can go months without playing a guitar and pick it up and get back into it because it's just so ingrained into my head. The metronome clicks, all that crap, so. Well, and I guess being a producer and making beats in that sense, that's a huge importance having like being able to play to a click and keep everything in time. Yep. For sure. Cause most guitar players are noted for, you know how great their timing is when they sit yeah. in like a big band <laughs> <laughs> audience. He's shaking his head. <laughs> Joe is shaking his head in agreeance. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard catching up with that. that yeah. You got, you have to, t- I studied you with Bob Frazier. Oh, side sweet. note, not to cut Isaiah off. And like, he just pointed out like, so guitar players are different. They come from a different cloth. You know what I mean? Like, they, uh, they, uh, they just kind of thrown up there. You know what I mean? Like, that's a bad Bob. That's an <laughs> awful Bob. But, like, uh, you know what I mean? We just, guitar players don't have that. If you look right. at, like, guys that are noted for guitar playing, like Hendrix and all those guys, they learn from their ears. You know, no one's like, right. Jimmy studied at but like, Berkeley College of Music. Botatron University. Yeah, yeah. He had to fucking learn some like syncopated rhythm. No, he's yeah. fucking plugged in. Rocked out. Yeah. But like, and then once you get into it, you're like, fuck, I gotta learn to play the rhythm. I think that's why I like jazz because jazz has, it still has the improv stuff of guitar, but it's like, because classical is just nothing but discipline. Yeah. Right? So it's like the opposite of like the just put it, plug it in and feel it out type yeah. playing. So that's jazz really, is somewhere really... in the middle. It, yeah, that's a good way to put it because it's really focused. It's almost like with jazz, you learn how to compose on the spot. Yeah, like you exactly. Study and like right. harps on stuff so like much that it's just second nature. Yep. Was it a one thing with classical musicians, which is kind of cool, or at least guitarists? It's like they play in the sense that they're like they plan to do this until they die. Like everything right. is like just perfect use of the motion like your hand is put in this weird spot so it plays appropriately you can do it forever until your bones literally fucking wear out like everything is so thought out with classical guitar and a classical approach for the long run you know what i mean like and they grow their nails out too yeah and the, yeah like which is like real players. commitment like i could not ever commit Have to you that tried? kind of no i tried that's impossible. I, for I me. kept breaking them. I have too much anxiety. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I bite, bite my nails. <laughs> that yeah, would I last about three days. Like, and I'd be like, like fuck. each finger is dinner. <laughs> I bite like the day of the recital, of I would have been practicing for months. I'd get really fucking nervous and then bite off my nails, and then yeah, that would be, my yeah. career would be over. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you go to Akron? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool, cool. For a uh, classical or math? Jazz? For math? Yeah. What? Uh, you're like the living like math if you're good at math you're good at music i've never met anyone who's been like good at math and good at music until now joe well thanks what'd you go for in math um just like it was like applied math so it was okay. like more engineering focused stuff that's cool and but there's a lot of math and music man yeah for sure I, I, absolutely. I apply a lot of math here you know especially when i'm doing like delays and yeah and absolutely. time coding or not time coding but just just like you know dividing the 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 beats per minute, you yeah. know, for my delay and stuff. Get so I use frame like, rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> frame rate. I mean, frame even rate. like, <laughs> even like, if you listen to like hip hop producers like Questlove or Jay Dilla, like yeah. the way that they syncopate their beats and how they're just off rhythm and stuff like yeah. that is very like, I don't know where I was going with that. Something about math. Is that math? no? It's it's no. It's I know I know what you mean. It's the um, 
they're they're not quarter note beat makers. You know right. what I'm saying? It's not like boom clap boom clap. It's right. not. It's it's like it's different. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. That's what gives it the flavor and the. And the but they're doing the more complicated like time intervals. Like if you actually break it down and analyze it, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think like going back to what you were saying about guitar players, like when I would play with really good drummers, I was always like, man, I want to like have that skill of like yeah. being able to have crazy good rhythm. And like be able to drummer, like especially playing in like jazz, like they those guys are following the lead, so they got that crazy technique down anyway. Like oh five eight whatever, you know what I mean? Like on the fly. And then like and then the horn player starts to go ham. He's like oh I'm just gonna f- double it here. You know what I mean? Like everyone thought like that's what's cool about jazz is like all that comes into play then when whoever's taking the lead when the breathe and like. Yep. But um, fuck man, that's I don't know like. As a producer, that makes a lot of sense. I'm like, I'm, this is making this is becoming clear to me. But uh, okay, so like, ah, fuck, man. Did you ever get into chaos theory with math? Uh, yeah, is? man, a little bit. Can you explain that to me? A little uh, bit? No. If not, that's cool. I mean, it's like imaginary numbers and shit. Like, okay, I'm already confused. It's cool. Basically, <laughs> things are chaotic. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. I don't. I had a friend saying they were taking a. I'm like, ah, oh, I got my last semester at CSU. I'm going to study a, my last math class is chaos. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, it's chaos course. I'm like, what is that? It's kind of like if you like seeing how a system responds to just like random activity or okay. something like that. Does that and make just sense? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, like I get it. Like I get that it's trying to like calculate chaos, which sounds insane. It yeah. sounds chaotic. It is. It is insane. Like, you have to be insane to find that interesting. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. But okay, so you majored in math and you minored in music, or just studied no? I I just did music on my own. Like I've always been like even like at school, like while I was taking college classes, like I would bring my laptop with me and work on tracks in between classes. That's like, cool. So that's it's just always been an obsession and a labor of love. And really, only in the, in the last two years has it become something that I'm really like pursuing seriously. Okay, so you, you started with like the metal influence. And then in high school, you kind of got the shoegazy stuff when you're getting into jazz a little bit. Yep. And uh, I, I saw you were on a couple labels. You, like, put stuff out. What, what the, was that with a shoegaze project or a metal project? Um, are you I talking – if the I stuff can't. I did before, like, I had a project called Xander One, and that was, like, okay. ambient music. Okay. And I did that for a couple years, and then – the labels I'm working with now um, is mostly for my beat project. I'm working with Hipdozer, which is a French beat label, um, Dust Collectors, which is a beat label out of Boston, and then okay. I did a single with Majestic Casual, which was just cool. wild. Yeah, that's kind of awesome. What was it? Yeah, like when I was, I was. You have a very well written bio. Like a lot of bands are just like rocks. Check it out, the link. You know what I mean? Like you had a well written bio, and I saw there was a bunch of like, I'm like, fuck. I didn't know what project applied to though. But okay, cool. So with the Ambient project, was that how that segue into what you're doing now? Like I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but like, that's a great question. Um, I think, like, I was definitely more doing more introspective, like listening home listening type music and then as i got more into the beat like i've always been into like flying lotus and mad lib and those kind of producers and and like someone like flying lotus who's like like on that album cosmogramma like there's a lot of ambient influence on there and then i started getting into cats like thundercat and shit like that and 
and just starting to really bridge that gap of like trying to put in because like on my older ambient stuff like the weakest part was always the rhythm section like i just wasn't doing anything particularly interesting so really just learning how to flesh that out was kind of like where things started to click of like oh i can take this composition skill i can make these textures and then i can start putting beats to it and all of a sudden there's a fuller production going on and just has a lot more energy and i think a lot more people are able to relate to that as well yeah yeah it's 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 definitely a process you know um, it's learning that Sorry, is it? No, no, no. We're we're gonna not cut each other off. You continue. It's a fuller <laughs> process. We're not gonna like fucking crash into. <laughs> There's any bumper mics. <laughs> bumper mics. Bumper mics. But um, one thing I was gonna say, I think with like adding the rhythmic part to ambient music is what like how you said it, it connects more with people, and I think that's part of just ambient is space. There's you know there's right. no. The, there's no like guiding pulse or something for your brain to latch onto like oh it's gonna repeat but when you put that rhythm in there it totally makes that acceptable or not acceptable but uh, uh, um accessible relatable. accessible yeah. thank you yeah, yeah. if I can more <laughs> coffee man yeah same uh, well, we're it? all there coffee, we're all there yeah just coffee yeah. <laughs> yeah no well it's team uh, yeah. but um and I mean like I feel like that's how hip hop has become so appealing because the the rhythmic aspect of hip hop is connects to humans i feel like on a primal level like we're yeah. just so driven to respond to rhythm and, and stuff like that so well it seems like every type of like style of music has some section that is just rhythm that makes it different Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of going and I took this ethnomusicology course in CSU. That's cool. And like, oh, dude, it's such a, I love dope. world music. I love like Same. diving in like and figure like, why is it sound like that? Oh, because they do that in there and everything else is the same. Indian like, ragas. Dude, that's like, at CSU yeah, they have right. a, this um, Carnatic Indian Festival, which is the biggest, which is like, that's kind of like the home, like, you know, that music doesn't get fucked with. It's always this, it's kind of like the same like no one like there's carnatic and western indian music mm-hmm. western's like a uh well, i can't think of his name uh fuck gotta love coffee uh, ravi shankar like experimental stuff yeah that yeah would go right anywhere. that's western carnatic is like pff, they go off the text they don't really fuck with it too much it's hardcore standards that's a better way to put it and like in cleveland at csu they have one of the biggest festivals out of india Wow! Like, yeah, so yo, it's, you'll have to give me the info on that. I would. They love do it to every go. year. That um, sounds sick. I haven't been to CSU in a minute. I'll bring my field recorder and get I some think some good material samples. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, man. That's a good. I think I think I've been to one. Yeah, dude, they're I think so I've cool. Been to one. Well, yeah, one it was of the really first awesome. podcast I did was with a performer who was playing it. Oh, okay. And uh, her name's Narmala. She goes all. She's from here. She she goes all around this country, fucking playing. Carnatic music and yeah. blowing people's minds. That's she plays a good like, idea. She plays a a sit. It's like a sitar, but it's laid out. Ah, so you I play it, it like yeah. like that. Like that yeah. But it's, I can't think of the fucking name of it. It's like, but uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, so it comes yeah. down to like that's that's a whole nother mindfuck because their rhythm right. is all different. They mm-hmm. count it and like if you ever watch those guys playing tablas, like the guys that aren't playing are counting like this. Even the singers are yeah. doing like this weird like 
tap, yeah, tap, snap, yeah, I, tap, I, I snap. Think it, I think that's what keeps them on tempo. Yeah, well, it's, it's to be weird. on text, it's, it's on t- like you like said, like divided to the t- like to the to the text. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's yeah, what yeah, it's They all gotta be like, so, I gotta make sure. Yeah, I'm, you got the tap, tap, flap. Uh, yeah, <laughs> tap, I gotta make tap, sure. Flap, tap, nice. tap, flap, and I'm sure they're kind of <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's not tap, tap, flap. But um, <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at is like, it seems like it's all some section of like a rhythm from somewhere added with the culture of somewhere like yep. cumbian music or like jamaican music which i was just reading about before uh you got here dope you but, into uh, like dub or anything like that yeah like dub. King i was Tubby. reading about mento which was like before ska hell yeah so but anyway that's cool man and that i guess going back to the, hanging out in the record store with the lady with like fucking all these cool like rare records like listen to this and it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck where was i gonna go with that uh shit man i'm scattermind i'm scattermind <laughs> same yeah i mean it's th- that uh you were saying with the uh i don't mean to take it back in the day no, but <laughs> you're saying with your field recorder i i used to have one and i used to go to like i used to go to like different um these little different um like culture events that were having music and stuff like that like, especially like with like african music mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. the like I didn't really listen to African music at all. Yeah. Like, like there's different cultures of African music, but oh, there's a lot. There, yeah. But when I was listening to it and sampling some of it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is the their technique and their their approach to things and their set, like how they have everything together really catches you. It's like you can, it's like your mo- arms move and like like you can really like like. It, basically, what I'm saying is, it's it's something that's really catchy. You know what I'm saying? That's what right. I try to do is try to make something that's that makes somebody move. You know what I'm saying? Because if I yeah. can take their mind off of the tempo of the beat and listening to the sounds, and they're just really just paying it, just moving to it because they like it. That's what that's what groove. I try to. Yeah, that's what I like. But that's what I try to. Groove calculations all like math. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, all right, so you're still you're making beats on the side. Have you now? You work with Eli, right? Yeah, we we've um Have we've done made, sorry. Keep going. We've done a couple songs together. I got a couple tracks I produced that are going to be on his new album that's coming out next year as well. So Okay. Did you do anything on uh We All Float? No, I didn't do anything on that one, although I did connect with the uh, guy he collaborated with, Look Ira, and we're probably going to be doing some shit too, so Okay. Yeah, and actually the way I met Eli is pretty interesting. We met on an online message board, but then I realized that A, he lives in Ohio, B, he lives in the same region of Ohio, and C, he actually does booking at a venue I've played at before. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, I should probably hit this dude up. And so, Which is what venue? Um, Blank Slate, Illyria. Beautiful. Yeah, we've uh, we've had um, the Bears and the Bees in here last uh, last month, and they, just, they played last night for the showcase. Oh, dope. And uh, they're a really cool group. Eddie, I used to run a mic night at this place called a Coffee Bean, and Eddie was the barista. And, Yo, Eddie's uh, a great man. Yeah, he was kind of always kind of hinting like, "I want to do this thing." This oh, and he's he's doing beats thing. now too, by the way. Yeah, he's with the B Loop. Yep. Was it? We had cool. him here too. Hell yeah, that's and, like, dope. Do you, do you, have you ever thought? Is that what you're gonna do when we see you? You're gonna do something like that, like uh, playing live and like looping and playing samples? Yeah, so or? I'm. I, I have all my songs on a sampler, an SP404, and then I run that with a chaos pad for effects, and then I also have my live guitar. So I don't do, mm-hmm. like, live looping. I'm, like, really just performing my material, but... That's cool. That's I mean, cool. That's good, though. Was that a choice? Like, that's good. Did you want to do it that way, or have you ever considered, like, 
doing looping live or was looping live? It, I mean, it's been trial and error over the past couple okay. of years trying to find something that wor- both works for me and is engaging for the audience so that yeah. people, because like I did, I used to do stuff off of my laptop and everyone would just give me this look like, oh, you're just hitting play on your laptop. That's not what I was doing. I was yeah, actually doing right. a lot in Ableton. A lot of people, they don't understand Nobody, Nobody understood that. And I was um, like, well, maybe I should get some hardware because if people see me pushing knobs and pushing buttons, like... Well, they'll know i'm actually yeah. i'm actually doing something musical and i'm not just pressing play and just staring at the screen because that's not what i'm doing yeah i'm definitely <laughs> going to i definitely going to uh keep in contact with you because next year at ingenuity i want to do something like that oh yeah i want Isaiah to have said some some ideas with yeah you. so i want to have a set i'm going to have a booth there and yeah i want yeah. to set up something to where it's like like you, there's different producers or, you know can come in and like work with other producers and just, you know, you're just making like loops and, you know, creating beats on the fly. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'd just love to have... help you and get involved with that. That sounds We're sick. Going Ingen- yeah. Ingenuity sounds really cool. Have uh, you been to? I missed the last one. I was out of town or something like, do you know when that is, by the way? That uh, is September, September okay, 22nd. Cool. That's long enough away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I, I want to, the, I want to, I want to make this like really awesome because I, I've seen a video and I was like, the way I seen these people arranging this and doing this, like with the loops, and and I was just like, oh my gosh, I had everything hooked to everything, like everything was hooked together. So it was like fuck, this guy was on the drums, and he hit a button and he started recording his loops of the snare and the hi hat. He looped that and it started the drums. Yeah, looped that, then he went to the, the saxophone, then he went to the freaking, uh, he went to the uh, uh, Rhodes. And just playing that loop that, then another guy went somewhere else and this other guy got in the mic and started this. He took his passport and was flipping the page in front of this in front of this mic. this mic. Yeah. It's a really good mic. And it and it sounded really awesome. You know what I'm saying? I was yep. like, man, it sounded like that Marvel intro. And then when it was done, yeah. And then when it was done, the beat sounded freaking amazing. And I'm like, that's what I'm doing at Ingenuity. So I need I mean I I, I need to partner a, with people to do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because this is, because you know, Gotti, Gotti right said he's, he's going to have the um, the same spot next year, so yeah. we get the stage. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. that's we, amazing. So, yeah, it's even better. Yeah, let's let's do a, something crazy. Yeah, I'm so down for that. Yeah, cool. cool. We'll keep it. Content. And you'll get a better idea of like what my live set is like when I play next month. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm excited. I'll need to like, know because I'm the sound guy. Your recording is very like everything fit together very well it was very smooth the transitions into each part thank you like that was like that's why i thought it was like wow he's coming in hot with one fucking long track no it's i mean it does play like a mix like i try to make everything coherent and flow together because like what was fun about the new project is that i didn't limit myself to just one specific genre like it's all jazzy hip-hop but like some of it's more like a trap beat some of it's like more straight up jazz some of it's more like a lo-fi beat, a lo-fi hip-hop beat. So it was nice being able to explore all of those things and still being true to like what my vision is on what I want to do. Yeah, you want to keep different flavors in there. You know For what I'm sure. saying? You don't just want to main, maintain on just straight, you know, one style of beat. That's good. You can mix it up. I feel like that happens with a lot of people nowadays. I, like I, I see that a like lot that. with upcoming producers. Like they'll yeah. have a... They'll have a. They'll put out a project, and it's just a lot of the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. But I, I mean, that's that. To me, that is more of a byproduct of the culture of like leasing and selling beats, where people are yeah. just making beats as a way to just like hustle. And I mean, nothing yeah. wrong with that if that's what you want to do. Then cool. But you right. know, I'm I'm more in it. It's because people always hit me up for like 
leasing and selling beats, but it's like, yeah. I do it for me, not necessarily. Like, if I want to collaborate with someone, I'll collaborate, but like, you know what I mean? Right. As opposed to just like hustling beats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's a big market it's it's and it's a tough market i mean there's a lot of producers a that lot are of doing theft. stuff yeah yeah oh yeah yeah and and the thing that and that's the thing like i i've switched up my style you know of instrumentals a lot of times you know what i'm saying just to have different flavors in there and i've learned throughout the course of doing it like what you have to do like like copywriting like if yeah. you want to sample something like you got to and and you want to sell that you know beat for like full exclusive rights or whatever you want to sell it for you got to make sure everything's like legit you know, because I've got, I've actually ran into the, uh, an issue with that with yep. with an artist. You know, their management team actually contacted me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Ooh. Because <laughs> I recorded because I recorded somebody. It's like the nightmare. And man. their their you know their song kind of their single kind of took off. You know what I'm saying? But it eventually got somehow through the through the network yeah. and was detected. You know huh. what I'm saying? And they're like, "Oh wait, that's my you know you didn't yeah. contact you didn't have my authorization for that sample." Hey. And, Pro tip for everyone out there: If you're ever trying to make sure your sample is not going to get caught, try shazamming your beat, and if it doesn't come up, that's the algorithm that people are using. Yep. So I mean, that doesn't mean you're guaranteed for anything because, like, there's probably some like really hungry lawyer just sitting on his SoundCloud all day listening to millions of beats or whatever. Sounds like the worst job in the world. Sounds like the most grooving lawyer though. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. But I, one of the tracks on my new project, I actually had to cut last minute because I realized that it was a very blatant Alice Coltrane sample. It was nice. like the first riff yeah. on a really popular song. And wow. I was like, this shit is like so sus. Dude, like, she, <laughs> she like, shreds. She does. But she I, I definitely would have been at a good risk of getting sued for that one, yeah. I think. so. Yeah. And that's what I, I, I try to stay it. away from that, from that, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, I've learned, I had to learn, I had to look everything up and learn, you know, to understand, you know what I'm saying? And then, and how to learn how to publish my own copy, you know, yeah. my own self and copyright my stuff. And then, you know, I, I get points. the authorization to get other samples, you know? So, but I try to stay away from samples. I mean, I'm not a conjurist. There's a, there's a, there's a good solution, and that's go to the random flea markets and go and crate digging for stuff crate, that's yeah. been out of print since yeah. 1960 yeah. that was never even Covering. on physical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're being real, like a lot of the great hip hop producers did not clear their samples. Like, oh. I don't I don't think Madlib was sitting around like, oh man, I hope this sample doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I, I yeah <laughs> I I only think the ones that are clear those the ones that are what like platinum producing yeah artists. exactly the, yeah. those because yeah. then they're like okay this guy sold 15 million copies in a month so let's make sure this is instrumental is right you know what i'm saying yeah well because you can be like oh those are my level. two notes and they that can I yeah they can pay for that too you yeah know what i mean when you're just making beats yeah. and learn how to do it and fucking developing yourself you can't like i don't know <laughs> pay yeah. to use ray charles <laughs> like or the fuck that's, if that's, you use a lot uh, of pocket change isaac hayes then you're screwed he's yeah their, their estate is still suing left and right like wow. i mean there was wow. that thing with like robin thick a couple years ago with a yeah um, i remember that lines I think or that was, whatever yeah, 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 yeah they won the suit yeah. on that too or yeah marvin gay you're yeah. right sorry yeah well dude that that song i, I guess i can hear it because i listen to that Mar- uh, it's uh give it up or whatever that marvin gay tune which is a fucking jammer yeah. like it's a weird tune because i don't think that is like the whole time and like uh I can hear it, but I also cannot hear it too. You know what I mean? I feel like if you listen to 
what you want to hear enough, you can totally hear that it's the same. Oh, it's exactly the same. But it's it's not exactly the same. I know. And, and, not that I'm a fan of like that Robin Thicke song, but um, I don't know. Whatever. And then you it, got the whole Juice World thing. Sting took 85%. Like, he heard it, and he's like, oh, I'm go- I got to send my grandkids to college. And then he took 85% of the <laughs> money from... Sting? World. Yeah. He can send his grandkids, his grandkids' grandkid to college with fucking that, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think, like, with that, you know, going back to the, um, you know, this, the, the Marvin Gaye thing, you know, the, I think if, if it sounds, if it doesn't sound exactly like, like, like you're sampling something off like Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Something like off Rare Charles. If it doesn't sound exactly like that, yep. then I think there should be like I think it should you should be able to use that. If you're so say say you're take you're playing that in the piano. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And playing it with strings and, and like a pad, but you're playing that rhythm, I think you should be able to get away with that. Yeah. I don't think you know what I'm saying I know somebody would be like, Okay, that's the Georgia song and yeah. somebody would be like, No, you know, we're just, it's not the Georgia We we, we get twenty percent of your sales. Yeah. You know. It just it's it's the whole markets. It just I has to do with whoever has the most money and money. the best lawyers, yes. honestly though. Yep. And that's not that's not us. We're broke as fuck, so Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the name Zodiac. You spell it Z O D one A C. That's right. All right, and uh, that was because Zodiac was taken, right? Or I mean, I just it actually is kind of an homage to my last project, Xander One. So then I took the Z Keep and the then one. the one, mm. so it was still kind of like it was. It it's wasn't supposed like to be a departure. It was like an evolution of like my own self musically, and the name Zodiac is definitely an homage to Flying Lotus's track Zodiac shit off of Cosmogramma. Oh, okay. That song I've always been obsessed with, and I just I never thought I would be able to make music in that style. But then after years and years of trying, I finally kind of started to figure out what to do. Yeah, which is really just think more about the like as we were saying, getting into rhythmic sections from different cultures. Yeah, it's a relentless dig and yes, relentless never giving up on making these beats. Yes, absolutely. I'm not gonna show you my early beats; they were they were trash. <laughs> Oh, I threw all mine away. I deleted all mine. I really did. I'm I keep like, them there for posterity, so I someday someday I can give them to my grandkids or something. Yeah, see, like, I started on Acid Pro. Wow. Yeah, so, so like just... placing the the step the step editor, you know what I'm saying, placing yeah. those blocks. And I was like, man, I, 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 I was like, I got rid of all those, you know what I'm saying, like a few years ago. I was like, ah. <laughs> the, the, but you over the years, you, you, you progress, you know what I'm saying, like, you know from where you started to where you are now, you know what I'm saying? It's like you learn like, Oh man, that's not, that's not right. <laughs> you know what I did? Yeah. Like you can't just, just slightly drag the, the hi hat off of the grid and then right. expect that you're going to have crazy yeah. grooves. It's a little more than that, than that yeah. as, as I found out over the years. So, well, cool, man. Joe, thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah. You feel good about this? I feel good. Absolutely. I feel like man. We got a good, uh, you, I'm you stoked are. to play here. Likewise. Yeah. So I'm spo- stoked to hear you here. We got you guys in January 20, no, 21st with this month. This was like Jan 17th, right? 19th, maybe? Jan it was. 19th. It's a Friday. It's like Friday. the third. I'm double check. Uh, uh, January 18th. 18th. We were both. January 18th. January 18th, friends. Thanks for tuning in. Joe, we'll see you on the 18th, man. Right before you leave, you what's there. your Facebook? 
Um, oh yeah, plug hole. Plug give holes. us everywhere you can find your music. At Zodiac Music, that's Z O D one A C music. And you can find me zodiac.bandcamp.com. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music. I'm on SoundCloud. I don't I think if you try to Shazam me that won't work because I got some beef with them. That's a long story, but Damn Fuckers. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. <laughs> check it out. Check out You're the Zodiac. Alright, cool. We out! Ow! Ow!